The Mediterranean Sea is the cradle of civilization, from the Egyptians to the Greeks to the Romans to the colonial expansion of the British and Spanish empires and up to the present day. This sea has been a pivotal nexus for trade and cultural exchange, but it has also been a petri dish for exploitation and suffering. Its deep, turbulent waters have consumed refugees fleeing oppression, and from its shores the fingers of European colonizers have clawed ruthlessly into Africa. All of this history and the waters of the Mediterranean bottleneck out into the Atlantic Ocean through one place, the Strait of Gibraltar. This narrow, 13-kilometer wide waterway cutting between Europe and Africa is vital for global trade and has been for millennia. Its gatekeeper, jutting out from mainland Spain, is the Rock of Gibraltar, a towering, strategically important cliff with a fascinating history and an uncertain future. Let's see why this little piece of land plays such an oversized role in the geopolitical landscape of the Mediterranean. From one of the longest sieges in history to the unfolding chaos of Brexit, it's a story worth exploring. And all our videos are worth watching for sure, so let's hit the subscribe button and enjoy amazing stories every week. The British are coming. The first thing we need to address is this. Gibraltar is very much connected to mainland Spain, yet it is a British territory. The tiny peninsula jutting off Spain's southeastern coast has been controlled by the British since 1713, when Spain ceded the territory as part of the Treaty of Utrecht. But this was by no means the beginning of a peaceful and fruitful relationship between the two countries. In the ensuing years, Spain attempted to take back the rock a number of times. The most memorable of these was the Great Siege, which lasted from 1779 to 1783, one of the longest sieges in recorded history. For four years, the Spanish Armada lit up Gibraltar like a fireworks grand finale on the 4th of July, but the British were able to hold the Spanish off, digging an elaborate series of tunnels in the Great Rock and using its towering height to their advantage. The Nazis are coming. These tunnels were expanded upon during World War II, and as Hitler and the Nazis marched deeper into Western Europe, things were not looking so good for the British and Allied forces. Spain had just nearly destroyed itself in a brutal civil war that lasted from 1936 to 1939, and the newly appointed fascist leader Francisco Franco was definitely not anti-Hitler. Yet he resisted the Fuhrer's advances and declined to ally with the evil empire, an alliance which would certainly have handed Gibraltar over to the Germans and or Spanish. But a lot of bribe money from the Brits, combined with Franco's own ambitions to extend the Spanish empire into North Africa, thwarted Hitler's plans and kept the rock under British control. Strategic importance. So the British really, really wanted to keep this rock. And the fact that Gibraltar, a 4.9 square mile piece of land, has been besieged 14 times since the 1300s gives us a pretty good idea of just how strategically important it is. As we've just seen, it has immense military value. Its watchtower-like rock makes it a perfect place to spot incoming enemy ships. 
Its proximity to Africa has made it a key jumping-off point for Europeans wanting to reach down and pluck resources from Africa. And during the Cold War, Gibraltar became a central defense priority for the US and the UK in their tactical chess match with the Soviet Union, as the strait hosted much of the military traffic, including the notoriously hard-to-detect Soviet submarines that traveled into and out of the Atlantic. Spain even joined the US-UK coalition, a rare collaboration in the Gibraltar saga. Gibraltar is also tremendously important for world trade. Until the construction of the Suez Canal in 1859, the Strait of Gibraltar was the only way for ships to access the rest of the world's oceans. Today, 300 ships pass through the strait every day, at a rate of about one ship every five minutes. One-third of the world's oil and gas, and a full half of all global trade pass through this narrow channel every year. And back in the 1700s, it had a particularly sinister type of usefulness, providing access for the slave trade. The previously mentioned 1713 Treaty of Utrecht, where Spain ceded the peninsula to Britain, also included an agreement between the two empires which gave Britain exclusive rights to supply the Spanish colonies with African slaves for the next 30 years. Humanitarian Importance So, the colonial exploitation of the African continent was made possible, in part, by this narrow waterway. But it has now become a key part of a movement in the opposite direction. Refugees fleeing violence and persecution in Africa are using the strait to gain entry into Europe and pursue opportunities that have vanished in their homeland due to the historical transgressions of the nations in which they're now seeking asylum. Just from January to September of 2018, for example, 34,000 migrants crossed into Spain from the Mediterranean, most of them across the Strait of Gibraltar from Morocco. The fact that Spain holds two small territories on the Moroccan coast, Quetta and Malia, complicates the situation further. Spain wants to keep these two port cities for the same reason Britain wants to keep the Gibraltar Peninsula – strategic importance. So there is an inherent irony in the Spanish desire to take back Gibraltar when they are doing almost the exact same thing in Morocco. The Referendums This rivalry between the Brits and Spaniards over Gibraltar has spilled into a cultural one. The Ibero-American Summit is a yearly meeting between Spanish and Portuguese-speaking nations of Europe and the Americas to discuss intergovernmental cooperation and policy. This blog has been quite vocal in its support of Spanish co-sovereignty in Gibraltar. Basically, Gibraltans would get Spanish and British citizenship. Right now, those who live in Gibraltar are British. They have British passports, they eat British food, and they've wanted it to stay that way. There have been two referendums over the years about whether Gibraltar should be split between Spain and Britain. There was one in 1967 and another one in 2002. In both cases, the people of Gibraltar overwhelmingly voted to remain fully British, and overwhelmingly might be an understatement. In 1967, 99% voted to stay, and in 2002, 
98% chose to remain British. Brexit But this remain slash stay question took on a much different quality with the Brexit referendum. Only 4% of Gibraltar voters opted to leave the EU, and for obvious reasons. Gibraltar's border with Spain is a busy one. The peninsula is entirely reliant on imports, and 15,000 workers travel daily between Spain and the British enclave. So now, the people of Gibraltar may be cozying up a bit more towards their Spanish neighbor. A tentative deal has been established where Gibraltar would be given Schengen membership status, which would allow the freedom to travel within the EU without the restrictions now being imposed on UK citizens post-Brexit. Conclusion So it remains to be seen just what will happen to this tiny peninsula with such an outsized influence on Mediterranean affairs. The geopolitical landscape of Europe remains in flux. Brexit has thrown a heavy wrench into the future of a rock and a waterway that have been such keystones, for better or worse, in the cradle of civilization.